yo, yo, yo. Yo. What's goody? Gray hoodie. Welcome to another edition of. (laughs) Welcome to another edition of (laughs) Splash Trash. Man, the G Splash Review Show. Ghost Bradley Baxter. And riding shotgun, as always, is Katie Pepper Pops. Shotgun. Bang. What's up with that that thing? thing? (laughs) This is Splash Trash Man, episode number six, foe. I love the number 64. You do? Yeah. Eight Why? times eight. I don't know. I think it's just a cool number. Before. Yeah. Uh, Cool. Well, on today's show, we are reviewing two movies. I almost tried to make it three, maybe four, but no. Time. I, just, I, saw, I actually saw the trailer. Side. I saw the trailer to one, and I was like, I don't know if that dude can hold a movie all on his own. What movie? I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to put any names out there. So I feel like I'm a little too negative when I talk about movies, so I'm trying to keep it positive, you know, limelight. Well, I Not limelight, know. but in a bright light. Well, I guess a, a, a limelight could technically be a bright light. Yeah. Nah, not that this matters. But we're reviewing The Gentleman and The Turning. To the movies. To the movies. Uh, that's about all that they have in common. Yes, that is about all that they have in common. I am anxious to hear your thoughts on these movies. Are you? I Yeah. Do you feel like we're going to have different uh, opinions no. on these movies? Oh, nope. Okay. I don't Interesting. I don't think we're going to have big differences in opinion. Well, all right. Let's get into right. it. We, Katie. This might just be a peaceful love fest here on oh. STM as opposed to going into our separate quarters and going round for round, you know? Yeah, I don't know if we, I got we need it to in keep me the tonight. listeners on the to- so. on their toes. What are you going to expect? Yeah. yeah, I don't have really in me either, but I think we're going to be, I think we're going to be pretty on the same wavelength on, with both of us. On these the films. same page. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. Let's start this off with The Turning. This stars, I didn't realize it, it was her, but what, Mackenzie, whatever the face, who was Terminator. Didn't Terminator? Yes. I never yeah. saw that, so. Mm. Which I, I think I enjoyed that movie. I never, I, I, think I, you, I, I guess I could. Let's, you know what? We have. The facts. So let's just fucking pull let's it up. Let's just take a look. That. I feel like you guys both splashed it. Maybe not. I don't know, though. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I feel like I've splashed something and then I'm, I'm like, oh, maybe I didn't. And then you're like, no, you hated that movie. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> no, I oh, didn't. Maybe. I never maybe speak did. with that tone of voice. I don't know what impression mm. you have of me, but that is. Mm. We, yeah, we checked the receipt and I definitely splashed it. Okay, so I'm not mad. Anyway, she's in yeah. it with the kid from Stranger Things. <laughs> Why, yes. Whose name I always fuck up, but it's a wolf. Finn Wolfhard. Yeah, Finn Wolfhard. Phineas Wolfenstein. The Turning. Let's, it's got a 13% on Rotten Tomatoes. And oh, that's Lord. from both, both audiences 13s. and the critics. <laughs> but uh, a mysterious estate in the main countryside where a newly appointed nanny, Kate, is in charge with the care of two disturbed orphans, Flora and Miles. Quickly, though, she discovers that both the children and the house are harboring dark secrets and things may not be as they appear. I came into this movie like, okay, man, give me something. Right. I didn't realize this was based on a book called uh, The Turning of the Screw. And right. I, when I read that, when I read that in the credits, I was like, I wonder if that's like a flip on Taming of the Shrew. Um, I don't think it is. But maybe. I couldn't remember I just, what that story was about. Taming of the Shrew is um what 10 Things I Hate About You is based on. Mm, okay, okay, okay. That there's like the adorable, delightful daughter and then the like 
sassy, difficult one, and the guy needs to tame the shrew. Yeah, so then it is, because that's kind of what this movie is. Yeah, so that could be it. I When I... Right at the beginning, it reminded me, and it did throughout remind me of The Haunting of Hill House, which is also mm. based on a horror novella, which... That's, wasn't that... That's the one on Netflix, right? That everyone's yes, like, people are throwing up over it. And I was like, I can't even watch. This you, thing looks trash. Yeah, you didn't like it. like it. But it was, I think, Shirley Jackson. Because Shirley Jackson, the author of The Haunting of Hill House, was really into gothic horror. This was mm-hmm. a story that inspired her. I, I probably should have researched this. But I'm pretty sure I remember reading when I read The Haunting of Hill House about how these gothic stories inspired her to write that. And this very much was reminiscent of that hmm. well i didn't think this movie was scary okay there was a few good techniques i think or like ghostly vibes yes i'm not trying to spoil it too much but i mean spoil away i'd say or your thoughts um and then we'll i get thought into spoilers i thought visually there were some pretty cool shots that happened mm-hmm. there so i think some of the cinematography was really nice and i think some of the use of the imagery and these uh, the cracked faces of all these different dolls and mannequins kind of mimicking the cracking of Kate's psyche as the movie mm. progressed, I thought was was good. I mean, visually, it's a really lovely film to look at, but I would say that that's probably about where I thought that this movie's awesomeness ends. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a it's a good way to put it. <laughs> And there was definitely some shots that I was like, oh, that's a traditional, that's like in every horror movie. Nope, there's another one. Right. Yeah. There, what did I write? You know, there's always that opening scene with the car driving down the road to wherever they're going. The bright yellow car driving down like this, like right. dark. Yeah. Uh, the hands. Wooded place. and The hands. The hands. And then there's always the sequence that you think is real, but it's a dream and they wake up. Yeah. And the. Uh, there's always that. There's like the old person that makes a comment about something and then the camera just right. the camera stays on them and then shows the other person and then they say some smart ass thing and walk away and then it pans back to the old person and then they make this like evil face and you're like oh right there's always that foreshadowing of that yeah, yeah there was a lot of those same things so uh, let's get into some spoilers <laughs> uh, well let's uh, splash trash or man for you katie this movie is hella trash <laughs> I almost thought about adding hella trash to the next to another. Oh, no, I'm just wow. Um, But all jokes aside, I feel like in the second act where I was like, okay, I think I'm thinking it might be this is what's going on in the movie. It kind of gives you a couple of options of where this is going. Right. Like it's either. And again, this is spoilers. It's either one. There's something up with this old lady. Right. It's like she's trying to figure out this story of what happened before she got there, but there's not enough evidence of things, which also may be a factor. So you have like the old lady right. who could be yep. fucking with her. Then you got Miles. His character never really developed into anything except nothing more than a creepy, rapey adolescent kid, <laughs> which I was like, that's right. weird. The other, oh, this is going to end up with it all being in her head scenario. Right. I thought that at the beginning, I thought maybe the kids are dead. Like maybe that's going to be the zippy twist Mm -hmm. that this whole time the kids have been 
dead and she's there and this woman is obsessed with this family that she used to because that's also in the haunting of hill house and shirley jackson like this caretaker woman who like continues the legacy of this house that is not quite right Mm -hmm. so i thought maybe it was going to be going in that direction um i can also see that because i felt like they weren't allowed to leave yeah they couldn't leave the property or at least the little girl fiona flora not Fiona. Flora, Flora couldn't leave mm-hmm. the property. So I thought that that was maybe it. But I just, there's a whole bunch of different ways. And then I didn't care about the ways. And the way that the ghosts showed up was the least creepy thing I've ever seen. And you know that I get creeped out at movies that are absolute trash. Like I get scared. And I saw this and I saw this alone. And I was like. You, you were texting me. You were like. Hmm. Oh my God, I'm so scared. About to go see it. Ah, and I was like, Right. Oh. I was so scared beforehand. And then I saw it and I was like, They overkilled it with the ghostly stuff. And that the way that it looked was nothing more scary than something you saw in Harry Potter. Yeah. The ghost thing didn't really make sense to me. Like, is this old riding guy possessed? Like, and then, but I thought like it could have been really cool at the end if it had been a bunch of flashbacks that showed that it was just her losing her mind. Right, which that would have been like, oh wow, but they didn't ever take it there either. Let's get to the end of this movie, which mm. couldn't be more annoying. <laughs> this movie does, yeah, it's like about to wrap up, and you're finally about to get whatever the twist is because you're like, mm-hmm. what's going? All right, just tell me at this point. I've sat here for an hour. 20 what so what's really going on in this house and then like all this stuff happens in the climax and then it gets a flashback to like what happened before like right where it happened before right what actually happened versus the vision i don't know and i didn't and then it just ends and that's why we don't know (laughs) so well and sometimes that's great in films like you leave and you're like oh my gosh what are all the different scenarios and how could this have ended and what did that mean in this i'm like i really don't fucking care i can give a shit what happened but i don't know so i I mean some of the stuff if i don't care about the characters and the shitty part is this is kind of like one of those stupid like campfire stories uh have you seen the movie you seen the movie role models yes with uh stifler and paul rudd and (laughs) yes yeah stifler and ant-man yes do you remember the 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 guy who's like really into like big hug, the big brother of the program, whatever it's called, big wings or whatever. Yes. And he's like telling yes. that camp story and he's like, it was the pizza guy from the beginning of the story. Oh, man. And you know the part I'm talking about? While they're, right. That's what this yes. felt like. And they tie it back to a character that they completely just like made everyone overlook. Like her mother's in an asylum, like a, not even an insane asylum. It's like a an old person. It's just like home. a residential. Well, it's like a. I feel like it's just a residential facility for a variety of people, whether they're elderly or mentally ill or what, you know, a whole bunch of things. Yes. There's a lot going on there when she walked through. Some reason, like there's people doing stretches, people painting, but she's like in this drained pool painting. So painting this, this movie ends on this shot that goes through her eye, which we saw at the beginning of the movie. And we end up back at this thing where she sees her, her mom and her mom like shows her face and then she screams that's how the movie ends it was like they tried to leave it open for interpretation or i don't or they didn't finish the movie (laughs) like or she was always she was always in the asylum with her mom and that was what the twist was that she was never at this house i don't know none of it was clear none of it was clear yeah 
None of it was clear, and it wasn't unclear in a cool way. Yes. It was unclear and uh, okay, you guys don't know what's happening. Now. And then what what cool. really pissed me off the most about this movie was the way they rolled the credits. In my mind, I was like, it's probably over, but they're not going away from like this shot of a hand. I don't know what you call it, like writing the wall, like filling the wall on this wallpaper. Caressing this picture, yes. right. And I was like, there's not going to be a cut scene. There's not going to be a mid-credit scene or anything. It like fades to that to like a woman in the water, which was also in the movie. And I'm like, they're not going to explain this at the end of the credits, but I'll stay just in case. They don't. They don't. And, <laughs> There's nothing new. And right. the other thing, I, the other thing that I thought, and I was like, oh, this could be cool around act two is when I started like playing with, all right, I'm, I've seen enough. Where am I going with it? What do I think is going to happen? And I thought, oh, yo, the old lady's like poisoning her with cyanide from the apples. Right. Like it's making her like mentally and, ill. Because she, and then I, I was like, yeah, because she probably wants, doesn't want anybody else around with the children. She wants to run the show. So that's why yep. she's scaring them off. And I was like, that'd be a cool, that'd be cool. And then like the other things came in. So I thought that all the things that were happening to her was like, cause it's one they would do show a scene of, of her cutting, cutting apples. Right. I didn't know what they, well, it like, was, was like, the point of they, that? it was like, they forgot to edit back in some other parts. Yeah. That scene when they were going back and forth and I, the very beginning of the knows? movie, they, they make a huge play on cyanide being in apples and like there's like a shitload of apples everywhere right and then and then it's like well maybe well i mean i guess that's like a you know she was poisoned or was hallucinating or i don't know i mean there's a bunch of options i just don't care what any of them are and this wasn't a film where the fun of it is afterwards everyone you know fleshing out their theories about what really happened in the film yeah anyway i think we do you have anything else you want to add to that because i feel like we're we're giving this I, a lot of cred. I will say that the little girl who played Flora, Brooklyn Prince, was delightful. I think she did an excellent job. Everyone else was... I mean, I think that everyone did great with what they had, I, yeah. but it, what they had was trash. I will say, yeah, I definitely didn't feel like the acting was... There was any bad acting, for the most part. No. Yeah. No, there was no bad acting. It's just a terrible story. Yeah, turning. Trash. <laughs> Shit is straight. Job. You heard it here. Trash, trash. Uh, all right. Yep. The next movie... Guy Ritchie back in the in the bag. Uh, the Gentleman. Back in the, his house. Yeah, back. Man, man, man. Uh, this movie's got a 72%. 80 uh, from critics, 87 from audience. It's got a great cast. Uh, Matthew McConaughey. Oh, star-studded. Uh, Hugh Grant. Star-studded. Uh, what's his name from Sons of Anarchy? Charlie Charlie Hunum. Charlie Hunt. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Colin Farrell. Hunnam. Hunnam, yeah, that's Colin, oh Colin, he was my ultimate love Jones for a very long time. So he was dope in this movie. I'll say that. Yeah, this was this movie is about uh, American expat Mickey Pearson, played by Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey, <laughs> who built a highly profitable marijuana empire in London. When word gets out, he's looking to cash out of the business forever. It triggers plot schemes, bribery, and blackmail, an attempt to steal his domain out from under him. It's a Guy Ritchie movie. You got to know what you're, you know, it's like. Uh, right. It's it's one of those. Quintessential yeah, Guy Ritchie. Yeah. It's, it's one of those directors who, you know what you're getting when you go into the movies, much like a Tarantino or a Michael Bay. Scorsese. Scorsese, yeah. What do you think of, what do you think of The Gentleman? So I thought it was really 
stylish and slick mm-hmm. and twisty and fun. I thought that it was cool to have kind of this usual suspects. There's the story being told mm-hmm. and then the truth of the story is getting revealed. I really, I always like films that do that. Like that's one of the things that I like when it goes and cuts between different times and different perspectives mm-hmm. in the narrative. So I really liked that. It's very much like a, and I don't want to, it's a, it's kind of a dude movie. So if yeah. you like dude movies that dudes like, like if you, if you like a bloke movie, for snatch, sure. or if you, wait, if you liked fight club, if you, you will like this, yeah. cause it is, you know, it's a, uh, yeah, I, I, I would agree with you. You on- know, one, woman in the whole film yeah and she's sexy and a badass kind of at the same time but Mm -hmm. but stays by her man yeah it's great to see i love michelle dockery but it was great to see her as like a bad bitch and she's a bad bitch on downton abbey but a different kind of bad bitch Mm -hmm. that it was fun to see her playing a very different kind of role yeah uh like you said it had had a lot of twisting turns a lot of different perspectives and a lot of and multiple storylines running and overlapping each other. Right. It moves quick. You got you it's very it pulls you in and you're along for the ride. There's no downtime in this film. Yeah, it's like at all. In like the first first act, it's like a conversation that's happening and then it all unfolds in the by the final one. Um yep. I was kind of on the fence about what I wanted to to rate this one. Um spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers, spoilers spoilers going forward but i felt uh, there was one point at the time in the movie where i felt guy Ritchie must have been making up for not cursing in aladdin <laughs> because right and this is you a, get a lot of c-u-n-t-f-u-c-k uh, like way too much way too much and but i know there's something but like british people use right cunt. right differently than we do but here as a movie that's like here it's like oh wow that's like the ultimate insult in a lot of ways here in the united states and over there it's like you're being a dick you're being a cunt so but yeah it was it it was a lot there was a lot there he must have went for the most count i know i wanted to i wish i would have at the beginning counted i'm sure i could we could look it up like how many times i mean it was that word got dropped it was (laughs) By the end of the movie, I was like, am I annoyed that it was used that much? But obviously, it was enough for us to have a conversation about it. So, right. Yes. Maybe that was the point. Minus the overblown uh, use of the word. And <laughs> I thought Colin Farrell, I thought Colin Farrell was cool. I thought his little squad it was, was cool. great to see him back on the screen doing a good job. And he was like at the end of the, at the end of the movie, he became like this straight at like straight down to the wire guy that like was a cool guy had his crew was a cr- kind of a criminal but he knew the rules of the game and he was also like loyal and and you know sh- show his colors to people he he trusted or whatever i guess you could say right right and i i want to splash this one so i'm going to okay because i did have fun but i am a dude so i don't think this movie is like amazing but it was fun i really like i really liked this so you're gonna have to help me process what what my what my rating is because I'm also along that scene. This is one of those really movies. Did, it was tough. I really did like it. I loved the soundtrack stylistically. The story was cool. 
I would maybe watch it again. Like if someone hadn't seen it and was like, I want to watch this, I wouldn't be like, oh, I've already seen that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but would I ever be like, I'm watching that again. I have to see that again. Which has kind of been like where I my splash has like landed when I've reflected on it over the holiday break. Like what would make a movie a splash for me? Would is you like, jump would back I, in the water? <laughs> watch, right. Would I, would I watch it? Would I watch it again? And I honestly... I think that I would. So I think I will also give it a splash. Yeah, this is a wiry one. Like The only, I, I just, we've kind of seen this movie before, this kind of Ocean's Eleven heist kind of. Guy Ritchie movie. Usual suspects thing. Right. So like in that sense, I'm not like splash. It's just visionary. This is unlike anything I've ever seen before, but I'd watch it again. I thought it was fun and funny and I mean, selfishly, like there's a lot of really good looking people in this cast, so it wasn't hard on the eyes. Yeah. At all. Yeah, that is it's definitely a beautiful true. cast. Jeez Louise. Definitely Ooh. true. A lot of good looking people in this movie. And I feel like at one point you weren't really sure who to root for. Yeah. Because they it starts off kind of Matthew McConaughey is kind of like a like, well, he's kind of a dick too. Like, eh. and then except Charlie right. Hunnam's like the only seems cool. But you're like, he doesn't right. seem like he can run shit on his own. So it was cool. Like a lot of you saw different sides of different characters from different character perspectives. And I feel like the fashion choices really elevated everybody. Yeah, I will say this. I will say, you know, I did think and I remember thinking this in the movie. I was like, this movie's movie's pretty creative. Like you said, it's nothing new. Right. I love the toddlers. I like want a plaid jumpsuit now. Yeah, right. To like wear all the time. I want like a plaid jumpsuit. And then I want that like brown grandpa cardigan right race characters wearing yes that's dude every dude if you're going on a date go see this movie pick up some fashion tips yeah. from it because yes. you will show up looking fly af yeah. so i love that yeah. so yeah i guess it is a splash Splashes. yeah now that i'm further like getting hyped on it the more we talk about it like this you would not be upset if you went to the movies and saw this no definitely the best movie of, that opened this weekend for sure yes oh uh, yeah yeah. I think it might be, I mean, for oh, Janu- one of the best you, of the month. Best of, best of January, huh? I would say, yeah. I mean, what else? I don't have to look at the look at the record, but I think, yeah, that could be the, I mean, I guess Just Mercy. Well, that but that did come out last year, right? No, yeah, I mean, no, theoretically, that no, was that a last year. year release. No, it, but it was like in limited release as of, on Christmas Day. Oh, right, 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 right. So I, I would say Just Mercy, if you're looking for something that will hit you in the feels, that'll make you question life. That would be my pick for January. But if you're looking for some escapist fun, The Gentleman. The Gentleman, for sure. For sure. Uh, mm-hmm. That's going to do yeah, it for this episode of Splash Trash. Meh. We'll be at the movies. Eat your popcorn. Tweet your friends. Have fun at the movies. But don't talk. Don't chew popcorn. Don't bring your disease was- into the movie theater. Dude, the dude next to me was coughing so hard. I was also eating an apple in the theater, so I was probably one of those annoying people. Yeah, the ter- so I brought an apple, and I've been a victim. I've been a problem in movie theater before. If a movie's quiet, maybe not the time to reach into your bag. <laughs> right. Not the time to reach for the yeah. popcorn or like pick it up off right the now. ground. Like it's a quiet. Open your box of candy. Yeah. Like just wait a second. There's gonna be a crash. <laughs> There's gonna be a boom somewhere. Then the music's gonna bump. Like that's the time to do that. Right. Right. Get your movie etiquette yep. down, y'all. Saying. Yes. 
Uh, I'm Bradley Baxter. This is Katie Pepper Pops STM 64. See you next week. Peace. Peace out.